Here we go. And three, two, one. Welcome to the Daddy Sharps podcast, everybody. This is episode number 63. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And John, we're just a couple of dads who break down the games that your square hole buddies are too scared to break down. Hey, be sure and check us out on social media at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. Also, we're on YouTube. A lot of cool content there on the tubes. And we have a ton of stuff on our website, daddysharps.com. We always begin our podcast recapping our best bets from last week. Four and four on the best bets. We both went two and two. Featured bets, which you can find exclusively on our website, daddysharps.com. Uh, sir, we've been killing it on the featured bets. Killing we went it. 13 and seven overall last week. It's a lot of it's a lot of winners. Not bad. But you know what? I'm gonna break those down a little bit more here on the breaking down the featured bets. That yes. is a little more. We both went four and one on NFL featured bets. So combined, we were eight and two on featured bets, Johnny John. Not Ooh, bad, huh? Not bad at all. So in college featured bets, you were three and two. Bravo to you. I was two and three, the weakest link. And combined, <laughs> we were five and five. That's fine. So yes. overall, between best bets and, and featured bets, 17 and 11, if you took all of our bets, that means if you took them, you would have had a great week. It's a lot of bets and a lot of profit. Not bad, my friend. All right, little recap on what happened. And as you said, we're, me at least, I was better in NFL than I was in college. UMass at Liberty minus 27 and a half. I said take Liberty minus 27 and a half. That was a bridge too far, my man. So close, UMass, it was so close. Oh, they score in the last minute of the game, and Liberty wins by 24, a daddy sharp loss. San Diego State at San Jose State. I like the over 49 and a half. Not quite the game I expected, especially from San Jose State's offense. They win, though, 24-13, missing the over for me. And then Seattle at the L.A. Rams, under 46. Seattle, these guys are an under team on the road, and they proved it again here. A win for the daddies. And now Seattle is 4-1 and one to the under on the road. Unfortunately, they're at home this week, so we'll get to that later. <laughs> Pittsburgh, plus 8.5. Jacksonville, minus a half basically a pick them. That was the teaser I gave out and Pittsburgh's able to keep up their end and Jacksonville takes care of their business. A daddy sharp victory for the teaser, my man. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Hey, for me, I uh, started out with a teaser. We had Philadelphia up to eight and a half versus the Chiefs and the Jags down to minus one versus Tennessee. That was a winner. And then I had the Chargers minus three against the Green Bay Packers. I don't know how. What are the, what are the Chargers doing? It's like, <laughs> right. What yes. are they doing? They had this game locked until they didn't. That was a loser. In yes. college, South Florida at UTSA. I thought, you know, UTSA would maybe take a break on this one because they've got Tulane this coming up this week. And I've got some... Uh, Got some bet information on that one as well. Yes. And I said the under 67 would hit in this one. It actually hit over because UTSA showed up and said, uh-uh, we're scoring a lot of points. <laughs> that yep. was a loser. But then ECU at Navy, Navy favored by two and a half. I said Navy would win and cover. And that one, my friend, was a winner. So tied, just tied up. You know, not yeah. a bad, not not bad, though. 
Yeah, I mean, yep, you, you arrive there by studying a lot, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. But anyway, I I'm gonna call it a win. Redemption. That's right. Let's make Let's, money. Speaking of redemption, <laughs> let's get into it, John. Our college best bets for the week. Oh, I am so excited about these bets, but I'm also dreading this first one. I'm dreading it because I never want to get, I would never want to go against my, my <laughs> green wave of cash. Yes. Tulane. But, well, let me just say, uh, here's the game. UTSA, one of your favorite teams of all time, the Roadrunners at Tulane. Tulane at home. They are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 52. My best bet is the Roadrunners plus three and a half. Like I said, I hate betting against the green wave of cash. But they've been putting in some poor performances lately. Four and seven against the spread this season. One and five against the spread at home this season. On the other side, UTSA has covered in three of their last five. The Green Wave has allowed 20 points per game in the American Conference this year alone. That sounds great. However, UTSA is the best offense in the AAC this season, and quarterback Frank Harris is peaking right now. His numbers are great. Tulane runs the ball nearly 60% of the time, but they've really missed Tajay Spears, who is playing for the... Oh, that's your boy. That's your boy. One of my fantasy players for the Titans this season. Really missing that guy. Roadrunners are also in the top 30 in yards allowed per carry this season. The Roadrunners are better than Tulane. They just are. They're the better team right now. And you know what? Right now is all that matters. Best bet, UTSA, plus three and a half, John. Nice. I will be with you on that. I can't turn my back on the Roadrunners now. <laughs> All right, Luke, this next bet, I, I'm beginning to sound like a broken record in best bets here. I think I've had these guys as a best bet four weeks in a row. San Jose State at UNLV, minus two and a half, 58 and a half is the total. My best bet here, UNLV, minus two and a half. And really, quite simply, this comes down to a number. Nine and one, nine and one against the spread this year for UNLV. Easily the safest bet in the Mountain West right now, regardless of opponent. As a favorite, the running Rebels are four and one against the spread. On the other side, you have San Jose State, seven and three against the spread on the year, but only two and two as the dog. So when these guys cover, they're usually favored. Not this time. This matchup will be one with offense, and UNLV has one of the best in the country, ranked 19th in the country at scoring points. The key matchup here is the UNLV rushing attack versus the San Jose State rushing defense. UNLV is a top unit versus the San Jose State rush defense, ranked near the bottom in all of college football. San Jose State has the big-name quarterback, but UNLV's style of play will keep the ball out of their hands. They're going to play keep away here. And let's don't forget, the Rebs are ranked a top 15 defense in interceptions. These guys are ball hawks. And while the San Jose State quarterback has been drawing a lot of press lately, he does get reckless, ranking 97th in the country for interceptions. And finally, we got the intangibles here, Luke. UNLV's playing for something. 
UNLV has never won the Mountain West Conference. And if they win this game, they get to host the Mountain West Conference Championship game at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. With everything on the line, I'm taking UNLV minus two and a half as my best bet. After last week, I don't know how I can't follow you. I mean, they are just, <laughs> they are just killing it right killing now. Killing it. That's right. Killing it. All right. Another college best bet. Coastal Carolina at JMU. JMU at home, favored by nine in this one. The over-under is 50 and a half. The Dukes have had a great season, but they're kind of taking a step back lately. A deflated team, perhaps? that needs to play on the road right now. And well, they're <laughs> going to win and they're going to win that by minus nine, by nine points. They're going to win by 10 or more because they are pissed off. John. Oh, they lost Ooh, their first game of the season last week against Appalachian state. That is the main reason though, that they backed off of their threat to sue the NCAA to get a waiver for a bowl game. I think you've been following this. We've all been yes. kind of talking about this. So the deal is they're in year two of the NCAA's rule that teams that transition from FCS to FBS can't play in a bowl game. It's it's two-year postseason ineligibility. However, in the last two seasons so far, the Dukes are 18-4. and four. Not bad. I mean, just, just outstanding, right? Yes. All right, let's talk about this week's game, though. The Dukes' defense is lights out. Lead lead the, the all of college football in sacks, uh, the best in the Sun Belt by far. They're they're ranked in the, the, the top 25 AP still after a loss to Appalachian State last week. But Coastal Carolina has had a good season so far, 7-4 in the conference. It will not be enough. Last week, the Chanticleers. Look at that. Uh, Chanticleers. Couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't even stop Army giving up 365 yards rushing and 22 first downs. They converted only four of 10 third downs. Uh Good luck against JMU's defense. They will destroy them. Look for the Dukes to bounce back here. My best bet, JMU, James Madison University, the Dukes, minus nine. You have, you, you discovered this school. Let's just be honest. You put them on the map and you have not lost a bet with these guys. It feels like all year. Bet him All a right. lot. Bet him a lot. Yes. Next game here. I'm I'm back on it, sir. And it's a little smaller spread. Liberty minus 17 at UTEP 59. My best bet here is going to be Liberty to cover the 17. I've been on this team for a few weeks now. Taking all of their big spreads, and they only burned me once last week, and that was on a last-minute score. And as I've said on the podcast for weeks now, Liberty's only knock is their schedule. They have to win big against soft opponents to even sniff a major bowl game. In the last three games, Liberty has averaged 26-point margin of victory, covering double-digit spreads, 2-1, and only missing the 26-7-point cover last week by two points. This game will be decided by the run game on both sides of the ball. Liberty, the number one rushing offense in the country, taking on the 119th ranked rushing defense. Uh, You don't have to be a math guy to know that's not good for UTEP. On the other side, you got UTEP that loves to run the ball too, but they're going up against a brick wall in this one. Liberty, a top 25 rush defense. I just don't see UTEP being able to score enough to keep up with Liberty, and the 17-point spread will hit, my friends. Liberty's coming back. 
Yeah, you're big on Liberty. And uh, I thought the 27 last week was a little bold, my man. It, it was bold. It, I went it, for it. <laughs> well, you only lost it by through, by a field goal, my man. In the last minute. The last the second. La- last second. I, I believe that I saw it on Bad Beats. Yeah, it was in there. And I had no oh. business even being down there. I think it was Unreal. the backup quarterback Unreal. in there. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, yeah, take him. Hit it again. Hit it again. Yep. Uh, yep. Shall we transition? Should we transition oh. to where to where we finished uh I don't know, eight and two collectively? Yes. Last I mean, week. This is the main course. This is the turkey dinner. We're bringing it out on the silver we, platter. We got the NFL. Yes. Dun 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 dun. And I'm gonna start us off. And I've got a game that you and I, I think we're fighting on. I think to an extent. To an extent. I'm not, I'm not saying the 49ers uh, don't win. I'm saying they probably win, but We've got the San Francisco 49ers laying and giving seven here to the Seahawks, the over-under 44 in Seattle. My best bet, though, take the Seahawks and the points plus seven. I I, I got it at seven and a half today, and I am jacked about that. I I love the hook even better. Maybe it'll bounce back there, especially when the square bets start coming in. But, you, you know, you better watch it really quickly or just buy the hook but it's wavering back and forth right there. So here's the scary thing about this bet is that the 49ers are great when they're healthy and they're all healthy right now. So this comes down to a couple things, maybe a few things, several things perhaps uh, that, that you can't discount in, in my mind, at least never write off a home dog in a divisional game. That's number one. That that's just crazy. Don't do that, especially here in Seattle, where you've got the home crowd. And never write off Pete Carroll against Shanahan. He owns Shanahan to this point. He freaking mm. owns him. Go back and research it yourself. I'm not going to do it for you. He owns <laughs> Shanahan. Let's talk injuries. 49ers, their best safety is out for this game. Ruled out. Gino will get off some big-time throws to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett in this primetime Thursday night game. And speaking of Gino, I know everyone says, oh, Gino, he's fine. I live here in Seattle. He's fine. He, <laughs> point, point to be made. He was allowed to speak to the media this week. You know what the Seahawks don't do? They don't allow injured players to speak to the media because they don't want them fielding questions about their injuries. He's fine. They're playing a game here. That's what all the radio is saying is keep keep that, you know, narrative going to keep the keep the San Francisco 49ers thinking, what are we going to do? And by the way, the injury is not to his, his throwing arm, it's to his non-throwing arm. He's going to be fine. He's going to play. He's going to suit up. In any power ranking that you that you have out there, I don't know what yours are out there that you know you're, you're that you're uh, you know you're listening, but you've got your own power rankings. We have our, our own. San Francisco is certainly ranked well above an average team like Seattle, but on the road, they've been beating teams you know by more than 10, 10 points. San Francisco has, but for me, I think that number is skewed a little bit about their blowout over the Jags in Week Ten. Man, that was a blowout! How embarrassing. <laughs> I I have San Francisco ranked significantly better than Seattle. Seattle. Seattle's an average team, for sure. However, add on home field advantage for the Hawks and the 12s and the noise, prime time, Pete Carroll. I also don't believe in Brock Purdy all the way. I, yeah, he's a good system quarterback. I get it. But is he one of those guys that can survive in Seattle in a game like this? Roll the pressures on you? 
Now we're closing the spread to a spot where the Hawks cover that touchdown. I don't think they're going to win the game, but my best bet here is the Hawks plus seven. Look for that seven and a half. If you can get it, I, I would even buy that hook. Nice. That's your team. You don't bet on them often, but when you do, you're usually right. <laughs> All right. I'm going with the first game on the slate here i'm going with the first turkey day game and i'm going with a bet you don't even have to wait for the end of the game for the green bay packers at detroit minus seven and a half 46 and a half is the total my best bet here detroit minus four in the first half i love this bet luke it's my strongest bet of the week in my data it's hitting 91 percent of the time on the year and now the matchup, the Lions, they are the sixth highest scoring team on the year in the first half, averaging 15 points a game. In their last three games, they're only getting better. They're averaging 18 points a game in the first half alone. Green Bay, second worst first half team in terms of scoring on the year, only putting up five points a game in the first half. Do the math, 18, 5. I think we can cover a four here. Defensively, the Lions are just as good at stopping teams in the first half, ranked seventh and 14th in the first and second quarter for scoring. On the Green Bay defensive side, you have lower to middle of the road defense there in the first half, ranked 20th and 17th in those first two quarters, giving up points. This is Dan Campbell's third year in Detroit. In his previous five matchups with the Packers, look at the first half numbers. And granted, some of these games are with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Dan Campbell and his Lions are 4-1 and one straight up in the first half. 3-2 and two against a four-point first-half spread, which is what we have here. And this year, the Lions led the Packers 27-3 at the end of the first half when they played earlier in the year. Take the Lions minus four first half and cash that first bet before you even carve the turkey, my man. It's the best feeling. It's the best feeling when you've got the first game in here in the Pacific Coast. It's going to be a 930 kickoff, and you've yes. already got that number one winning ticket going into the whole weekend. It's the got best a cash feeling in, in the there. world. Got a little cash in your pocket there. And you think, hmm, maybe I will spring for that that uh, champagne today. I don't know. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, my man. My, my uh, next best bet, it's going to be a teaser. I can't not do a teaser. So my yep. first leg of my teaser is the Detroit Lions down to a minus two or a minus one and a half. If you've got that seven and a half of your book in mine, it's a minus eight. It's a, it's a minus eight right now. So, uh, hey, look, the Lions showed up a lot uh, last week for us. They really did. And they showed us a lot as well. Goff had three picks and came back to beat the Bears. They beat the Packers at Lambeau by 14 earlier this season. Also, do we trust Jordan Love to deliver a win at Ford Field? No, I, I don't. I don't. And then let's talk key injuries right here for the Packers. Aaron Jones, questionable. Jair Alexander, questionable. David Bakhtiari, out. Uh -huh. Second leg, Cleveland Browns at your Denver Broncos. John I'll be Jay. there. I'll be there, baby. You'll be at the game, and I will be phoning yes. you saying, see, I told you so, <laughs> as you freeze or maybe not freeze in. A My insides will be very warm. 17 degree weather. <laughs> Broncos favorable one and a half. I like the Broncos in this game. I really do. The over-under is 43. But, yeah, look, Cleveland has a, run, a rookie quarterback. We all get that. But they have hope. And their hope, John, 
is called defense. Yes. Second in yards allowed per play. First in passing yards allowed per play. Good luck, Russ. You're not cooking. You're not cooking today. And speaking of Russell Wilson, like he did in Seattle because he can't see over the offensive line, John, he will be sacked. He's been sacked 12 times over his last three games. Not the season, three games. That's not good. The Broncos have been one of the luckiest teams also in recent weeks, especially with turnovers gone their way. They've also relied on five field goals to win last week. So your kicker's great, but you can't rely on that. They are one, four, and one against the spread as home favorites. But I do like the Broncos to cover here. I like that spread one and a half, but I will take the Browns tease through the seven to seven and a half as a second leg to my teaser with the Detroit Lions teased down to a minus two. I think you like that. I like that. I like that bet. (laughs) All right. My, my last best bet here of the week, the new Orleans saints at the Atlanta Falcons minus one and a half. And depends on where you look. New Orleans is, is favored in some books. Atlanta's favored in other books. We don't care who's favored because we like the total here. 42 and a half. My best bet. The under 42 and a half. First of all, you're getting some key numbers with the under 42 and a half. Don't bet this number any lower than that 42.5. And one of the key reasons I love the under here, Atlanta is going back to Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Now, when you look at the numbers, Heineke, he started the last three games. The Falcons went three and O to the over in those last three games with Ritter under center. The under cashed six and one New Orleans, one of the strongest under teams on the year going seven and three to the under another key factor for the under here is the style of play of the Falcons top five in the league for rushing attempts while bottom of the league for passing attempts. They like to play keep away. They like to burn clock and they're going to try and protect that young quarterback against the number eight ranked defense in the all of the NFL. I love the under here, 42 and a half. And I have been waiting for this number to go up and it is not going up. If anything, it's going to go down. So you want to buy this one as soon as possible. They like it just where it is. All right, my man. Hey, quick reminder. We have a ton more bets on college and the NFL. We like to call them our daddy sharps featured bets. And we share all of them exclusively on our website for free. Yes. The website is daddysharps.com. Pretty easy to remember, daddysharps.com. So definitely check those out. All right, let's recap these babies. Our college and NFL best bets. First off, Green Bay at Detroit, minus 7.5, 46.5 is the total. My best bet in this game, Detroit, minus 4 in that first half. And I also like the Saints-Falcons under 42.5. On the college side, what he likes... The UNLV running Rebels, minus two and a half, nine and one against the spread. You can't go against them. And I like another big spread, Luke. I'm doing it again. I like Liberty, minus 17. Obviously, if you can find minus 16 and a half, take it. I have not found one yet. If you do, good luck. Tell me. (laughs) Take Liberty, minus 17. Liberty, 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 Liberty. All right. I love that one, too. All right. For me, NFL, I've got the Seahawks, plus seven against the 49ers. In a prime time Thanksgiving night game, yes. I got him at seven and a half. So it's it's flipping back and forth. It's no way it's going down to a six again or six and a half. So uh, yeah, I like the Hawks there a lot. So does Data. 
Uh, and I've got a teaser. The Lions down to two uh, against the Packers and the Browns up to seven and a half against your Johnny J Denver Broncos. Yeah. You will be at the game as a reminder for everyone. So that's freaking awesome. Take some photos. or I'd love to share them on the website, daddysharps.com. Yes. Uh, college football, James Madison University. The Dukes will back uh, bounce back versus the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. JMU will cover minus nine. And then UTSA at Tulane. I hate that I'm doing this. <laughs> UTSA will cover plus three and a half against the green wave of cash. All right. Mm. That's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. But remember... Always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win, but this week, Tanya NFL 8-2 last week. We're going to kill it, John. Yes. You're going to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. John, first, quick question for you. Uh, who's your oh. daddy? We are. Oh. <laughs> Stay sharp, everyone. Yeah.